Empires and Billy West. Or Stimson J. Cat or Lynn Hart. Shut up, you fool! And I'm Dr. Zoidberg, and I'm saying hello with Professor Hubert Farnsworth and your old Captain Zap Brannigan. You're listening to Two Broke Geeks. Joy! I'm Peter, by the way. Doctor Strange. Oh, you're using your made-up names. Then I am Spider-Man. You know who I am? I'm Fox Mulder. I was fighting the power and breaking conspiracies before you saw your first chemtrail, you punks. I'm Fox freaking Mulder, you punks. I'm Fox Mulder. Fox Mulder. My knees are It sounds like you're just talking about poop. What? No, I rarely poop. It's been a month. Casa bonita, casa bonita. Yeah, and uh, then the other day when it was our um, seven-year anniversary, and I posted on our Twitter, "At least you all still have, Zo- at least you still have <laughs> Zoidberg. You all still have Zoidberg." My my favorite part from last week's is uh dad because he's like the only known uh mm-hmm. listener my i know there's right. others but right my my dad was at work and he listens to us uh all the time and i just get a text message like i'm sorry porn for the deaf <laughs> i just started, <laughs> i just lost my <laughs> shit <laughs> Okay, I'm like, st- yeah, don't you ever wonder? <laughs> yeah. Okay, we're starting a very serious episode off. Very not serious. We want to ease everybody into it. So, uh, welcome to Two Broke Geeks. I'm Matt. I'm Justin. And before we dive too deep into this episode, this episode we are going to talk about two things that are really... We're not qualified to talk about these things properly. So please, for the love of God, go listen to um, some podcasts by... Shut us off. Go find some podcasts by black folks, black geeks, talking about both uh, Chadwick Boseman and Lovecraft Country because... Our perspective is the last one you need. Like, shut us off. Go listen to those other folks. Come back to us when you've gotten some real perspectives. Please, 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 please. Yeah, because, like, like, we'll definitely put our two cents, but we just have to let you know that we are just two white guys in Vermont We just giving our takes. We <laughs> understand, like, on a level what what the things we're talking about or why they're important, but we don't really, really like we didn't grow up with the perspective of what, and we don't live the life of why they're important. So yeah. we're going to talk about them. There are things going on in the geek community, but like, yeah, find people that this stuff really like actually matters to. Yeah. Okay, I got that out of the way because um, I'm just going to kick it off. Everybody knows uh, Chadwick Boseman this week did die at age 43, which, number one, I had no fucking clue he was 43. He, I thought he was, I thought I he thought was, he was like in at least in his 30s. I thought he was closer to our age. 
like yeah uh early to mid 30s not like early 40s but that's beside the point uh he died of colon cancer which um really shocked the fuck out of shocked the fuck out of the world because nobody knew he was sick except his family and i assume probably some of his co-workers like maybe directors had to know no you don't think no i've i've been uh, at least as far as i've seen everyone who's worked with him Hmm. had no idea because I, because usually... I could be wrong. Uh, maybe, like, the actors didn't, but I feel like to make a movie, am I wrong? Or do actors need, like, because uh, I know that uh, traveling musicians do, like, before they go out on tour. And I think I've heard Kevin Smith say actors and directors need this, too. They need, like full health reports to make sure they're insurable so that like nobody like drops dead in the middle of a film shoot and like costs i i I could be wrong but everything i've read at least from the from like the russo brothers and gun like they either didn't know or they were extremely respectful well i knew james i know james gunn didn't know because he straight out had a tweet that said i can't believe the entire time i knew him he was sick and working that hard that that's the thing. Like, so like he was he, diag- he was diagnosed in two thousand uh, in t- twenty sixteen. He made five movies between twenty sixteen and the time he died, and he was diagnosed in twenty sixteen with stage three. It got worse as he made those films, and he still has one movie coming out that is coming out on Netflix. Uh, they pushed back the release date mm-hmm. in re- for respect of uh, the family. Uh, called, let's see, if I, it's called, uh, uh, Ma Rainey. Mm-hmm. It's going to be his last film. Uh, I don't know much about it. It's a samurai action film. Mm, okay. Uh, I guess I could be wrong. That's what it says. Again, mm-hmm. I have no idea just going off of what seems. Yeah. It seems like he probably has one more that's going to come. Yeah. Seems right. Um, yeah. So, so Netflix is being like very respectful and be like, no, we're just going to push this back now. But yeah, he was pretty much a legit superhero yeah, for I, the entire time. Everybody's said, like, it, there's no way to like overstate how amazing it was that not only did he make five films, he made probably one of the most important films of the last decade uh by making black panther yeah uh, which we can dive more into he made he did press junkets he went to like saint jude's children's hospital and visited dying kids while he was dying uh did you see that video from like the tonight show where like yeah where he like greeted the fans who were all like thanking him for making Black Panther and they were all like crying and stuff. There's also the one I watched where uh, it was a press, it was a press conference mm-hmm. uh, with I think Variety. Oh, where about he's the, talking mm, about the kids mm-hmm. and he just starts like tearing up and you're just like, oh God, like, because you know, ex- now you understand where he's coming from. Yeah, like to, real to life, some su- extent. Yeah, real life superhero. Like no joke. About I watched. I watched 
I watched his uh, acceptance speech for, uh, or like his speech to Denzel Washington, mm-hmm. uh, which, which I didn't know, but I guess Denzel Washington kind of helped fund him, like through school. Yes, yep. like I a saw program. that. I saw that this morning. I hadn't seen that yet, but I did see that this morning. Yeah, like the more that comes out, that's been coming out lately about mm-hmm. Chadwick, um, has been astonishing. But at the same time, like. Uh, the, I've been seeing the only real negative is how people were treating him because you know how the internet is. Sure. Like, I guess there was like photos of him not looking so hot and like everyone was making the jokes like when Black Panther becomes Crack Panther. I saw something like about super that. super skinny and I didn't, stuff like that. I didn't see it out in the real world. Uh, so it must have not been. Cause I saw something about it. Somebody talking about that that had happened. But they were saying that they hadn't seen it either. So it must have been very limited. But there's always going to be some dickhead somewhere doing some yeah. dickhead thing but for the i haven't seen a single thing about him that indicates he was anything but fantastic as a person like yeah uh, i mean when you texted me that he died i had just driven in from some seeing some friends yeah and i was just like no way this is like a tmz thing mm-hmm. and then like finally looking at him, i was like oh shit like mm-hmm. yeah he's like it's just and, so ridiculous. And this is the part where obviously I'm not going to know what I'm talking about uh, properly. But he did, like, what he meant, and when I say he made one of the, like, what it meant for him to, and he understood it too, it seems like, what uh, Black Panther meant to quite literally. And I've seen, I saw one bad hot take that was like, imagine you played Jackie Robinson and all these, he played a few historic, I still need to see that Jackie Robinson movie, I've never seen, but it was like one really bad take about imagine you played all these um, important historical black people and the thing you'll be remembered for is a superhero movie. And I'm like, yeah, you know why? Because like. It was a movie that showed an entire swath of people that they could be smart and important and powerful. That they had literally never seen in a movie in their entire lives. (laughs) It's like... It's... A lot of people could make the argument of... Some people I've seen have made the argument with Blade. With Wesley Snipes. Not the same thing. And I I don't... Yeah, it's not the same thing at all. Not like, even close. <laughs> yeah, this is like the the how prominent Black Panther was mm-hmm. to so many people well, and again, in so many different ways. Yeah, and again, this is where I only understand it on a certain level. But like, T'Challa was a king. He was a Blade. Blade was just a vampire hunter, and yeah, he was saving lives. Not only that, it was an R-rated movie that children couldn't see. Um, but yeah, T'Challa is a king. He's a humanitarian. He is smart. He is well spoken. He is all these things that black people weren't in movies and TV for a very long time. Um, the closest thing I can think of in 
again, I can't stress, I'm still talking, but I remember a story Whoopi Goldberg told about when she was a child and she saw Lieutenant Uhura on Star Trek for the first time and like ran around the house, like just yelling with joy, you know, mommy, mommy, there's a, there's a, a black lady on Star Trek and she's like on the bridge and she's important and because she, Whoopi, had never seen that on TV because it in the 60s, black folks were butlers and servants and poor people. And here on Star Trek was Lieutenant Uhura and she was important. She was the communications officer. She made sure that they could contact alien races, that kind of thing, you know. So yeah, that's the closest it, it, thing I could think of to what Chadwick Boseman was. Yeah, it's, it's, it is a huge blow for the industry. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if you saw, but I saw the super tasteless, like out like two an hour or so uh, uh, after it was announced, uh, the website Screen Rant threw out throughout an article. They're they're trash no matter what. I I hate those guys, but they call off flat because like an hour or so after that they posted what's marvel gonna do without black panther now and i'm just like dude yeah like that is trash I've thought about that since then because how can you not and i have an answer i have an idea of what i think will happen um i think what they'll do personally and maybe they won't but i think it would work uh, I think they will carry Fisher him a little bit in that they'll take some unused footage and some CGI and a body double and they won't kill T'Challa off screen. I think they will kill T'Challa on screen, which will make way for Shuri to become... Um, leader of Wakanda and therefore be the Black Panther, which I, I think would that, be good would be for fine. them, not just because it would stop them from shelving that franchise, which is a it would and also from recasting Chadwick Boseman, it would put a another huge step forward, I think, would be to have a black female leader of a nation superhero i'd be down with that like yeah. i think that would be a really smart decision and it's not unf- i mean and it's not unfounded yeah. shuri has been black panther in the comics like it is an inherited title so yeah and like obviously again we are just two white dudes mm-hmm. um and i for the most part no one should really be the first the first thought in anyone's head should not be Chadwick Boseman died, but what about mm-hmm. Black Panther 2? Yeah, like, that should not be the nope. forefront of your mind. Nope, wasn't mine at all. Mine was like, oh my god, what a blow yeah. to like an entire, I mean, hundreds of millions of people. You know, those videos from when Black Panther came out of like uh, inner city schools that were like entire classrooms of just African-American children that they were like, Nope, we're all going on a field trip. We're going to see black Panther and like kids, like just the joy on their face and dancing. It's just adults, so great. Even just adults yeah. too, who had never gotten to see themselves it, it represented in that. I mean, representation's important. <laughs> like it just, actually, it's one of the few times I went on Twitter 
and seeing the huge amount of support and reading people's stories mm -hmm. of of people's like grandfathers that like they never watched a single Marvel movie mm -hmm. and they go and see Black Panther's like I finally have it's finally happening like Absolutely. I know a it's fantastic. I know a, fella, I know a guy um Oh, shoot. I know two of them. Now I'm trying to remember which one told this story. Uh, for the sake of this, I will leave names out. I know... Um, I don't talk about it much on this show, but I know a lot of uh, professional Santas, and a couple of them are black guys, and one of them told me a story. Uh, I want to say it was D. Sinclair, but then it, I'll... Anyway, the important thing is, like, he played... He was, like, the first black Santa at the Mall of America, maybe? I think I'm getting two different stories mixed up. Anyway, one of these guys, like, an entire family came, and one of them was, like, a grandmother, like, 80, 90 years old, whatever, and she was, like, crying because she had never met even a black Santa Claus before in her life. So, yeah, like, it's like it matters. So it's the same thing of um, uh, just the same thing, sort of, in a way, only maybe even more important of... Well, it's the same representation, like, I've... I've seen so many of these stories of representation and how mm. it matters, mainly in like the horror industry. Mm. Um, again, great uh, documentary if you get a chance to ever watch it. Somehow, it's on Shutter, a horror noir. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, representation. I remember going and seeing Black Panther opening night. Sure. Uh, with with a friend of mine, we were the only uh, white guys in the theater and we were so stoked just to see we were more excited for everyone else's enjoyment mm -hmm. and getting able to talk with these other fans coming out of the theater yep and being able to get that perspective is so eye-opening and so meaningful because we grew up obviously with so many superheroes uh it's white and, male and that's really what it is you we, can't really get that we and we can't re, i mean we can understand it but we can't really understand it because we watched yeah. batman superman captain america incredible Hulk, all these got just all of them our whole lives and they were all wicked white <laughs> so yeah um, so yeah, it was really nice coming. That was like an even better experience than the movie itself is coming out and watching the expressions on everyone else's faces and showing what it meant to them. Right. And that was the bigger takeaway. Like, first of all, Black Panther is a great movie. Yeah. No if ands about it. And but just seeing how it changes and we, we, we can keep talking in circles about yeah this, that's that's really it, all we're gonna do because like i said yeah. it needs to be heard like i said at the top of the episode it needs to be heard from people that really can speak to it so but if you but uh black panther of course all the marvel movies are on, D, are on disney plus mm -hmm. so black panther uh and i know get on up is on hbo max uh yeah, the Jackie Robinson movie you have to I think that one you rent. have to buy. You have to rent or buy it on uh Prime. Um, yeah. The Five Bloods, I'm not sure where That's that Netflix. Is. That's Netflix as well. And um, that is a fantastic film. I haven't seen it yet. Um It's really good. And then the new one comes out later this year on Netflix, which will be his last film. 
Um, so yeah, if you get a chance, definitely check out his work in general because mm. he's fantastic. Yeah. Um, but yeah, same kind of deal. Again, like keep a count. I hope you guys have a counter up for how many times we're probably gonna say this. We're just two white guys, mm-hmm. and not we are not the voices that have mm. the most to that have the. We are not the voices that you should really follow with this kind of stuff. I know a few guys who are the the folks that you... uh, And I don't know if they have... uh, I'm trying to think. I don't think either one of them that I am thinking of off the top of my head have podcasts. They're going to talk about this. But I know them peripherally online. They're acquaintances online. And I know specifically what it meant to them, both the film and then the the death of chadwick boseman so um yeah yeah big bummer Uh, of the week right there well a smaller bummer on top of that uh co-creator of scooby-doo joe ruby also passed Mm. away Mm -hmm. a couple days ago saw that too very disappointed very sad i mean at least he was much he was 86 yeah yeah it's like i think he's 80 he was 83 Okay, so I mean, uh, uh, it's always sad when somebody dies, obviously. But a, no, you're right. A seven. Okay, a less tragic loss because at least he got to live his nice full life and really see Scooby Doo take off and become this whole big thing and everything like that. So yeah, um, but I figured yeah. I at least want to mention it a little bit. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, because I did see uh, that this week, yeah. and I'm I'm glad you remembered because I would have forgotten actually. I, I literally like as I was talking with you uh, a couple minutes ago, I was like, you feel like podcasting? Mm-hmm. I immediately went because I was like, I know I'm gonna forget this. I brought up some the, of the other stuff. I brought up one thing because I told you it was slight, and I brought up maybe you brought it up too, but um, uh, it is. Um, well, I can talk about it real quick because it's sort of news i don't give a shit about but also i mean i do and i don't um scream five i actually didn't bring that up okay uh, well, I, they, I know they've been talking a lot about it mm-hmm. and i know it's happening well their twitter this week they just put up a post all it basically is is uh it just says on january 14th 2020 or pfft, january 14th, <laughs> wait what <laughs> january i I started to say 2021, and uh, that's not true. Uh, on January 14th, 2022, we're going to hear you scream. Which, um, I'm, I'll, I'll then, probably watch it. And then the teaser poster, which is just, you know, ghost face, and it says 1-14-22. Yeah, uh, I know David Arquette's been busy because he just put out a documentary mm-hmm. called, like, I Will Never Die. Which oh, you like can't kill David Arquette. Prof- <laughs> you can't kill David Arquette, or it's like him in his professional wrestling career. Mm-hmm. Which I'm like, okay. Yeah, so dumb and funny. Speaking, might as well, while we're talking, still on it. Speaking of movies, this has been the first week of new films in reopened theaters. Uh, sure. And I'm still not. I was talking with our mutual friend Jenny about this last night. I'm still mm-hmm. not convinced it's a safe time to go to movie theater no matter what. But Our buddy Kyle went and he said he felt very safe. He said that he felt like there was enough distance between folks and everybody had their mask on except for like one guy that he saw. See, like it's that one guy though that could yeah, really I ruin know. it. I'm, uh, you know, and- it's... 
It's a personal but decision. I, it's yeah, not a personal per- decision. I'm plus there's just nothing I want to see, but well, this is the fun part. So I looked up some numbers mm-hmm. um, because the two big releases that came out this week were were Bill and Ted Face the Music mm-hmm. and the elusive, and I still say elusive because I still don't <laughs> believe it's a real thing, uh, New Mutants. Yes. And I looked up like how they did. Now, mind you, this is like the first, this is supposed to be like the trailblazers to hopefully reopen mm-hmm. movie theaters. Um, I couldn't get a number for Bill and Ted, but well, Bill and Face Ted... Well, Face the Music also... Was um, VOD as well. Got VOD, and it had a lot of drive-in showings, I know. Right. So Where there I are don't drive-in have, theaters, obviously. Yeah, so I don't... So I don't have a number for them, but I guess in theater on their first day, it was 400,000 that they did <laughs> by itself, which I hear... Is a it's a good film. I probably will watch it at some point. Mm-hmm. Um, I still have to watch Bill and Ted's Bogus Adventure because I still have not watched that one. Still never seen either one of them. So yeah, but the one I really want to talk to about a little bit is mm-hmm. the elusive Bigfoot, uh, known as New Mutants, which opened this weekend. Yeah, and again, mind you, with social distancing and theaters and pandemic and mm-hmm. stuff. It's considered a box office flop, uh, only mm-hmm. bringing in nine point nine million, where it had a budget of sixty five million. Again, not completely their fault. No, uh, like no one can really foresee. Like a lot of people are placing a lot of blame on the studios and stuff like that and whatever. Um, but it's already. I'll I'll watch New Mutants at some point, mm-hmm. and all right. But across the board. A lot of people are saying this movie sucks. I yeah, haven't read not, reviews. I've 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 been very. I I know we have some friends that have seen it and loved it. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll see it at some point. But it was another one of those instances where it's like you. Even if it was a, even if they were like, you can't can't possibly get it. You're gonna be completely fine. Mm-hmm. There's no way. No way you would have got me in a theater for any of that. Yeah. But really, it's kind of all the lead up, though, to next week, which is Tenet. Uh, That's already out in some places in the world. Overseas. Yeah. It's overseas. It's been apparently doing pretty well. Wicked mixed reviews, though. A lot of mixed reviews. Mm -hmm. Like a lot of people are saying by the third, they're like by the third act, it's just too damn confusing. Mm -hmm. But again, like see, like I'm not so much worried about when people go to the theaters for like Bill and Ted and New Mutants when they're like, no, it was fine. There weren't a lot of people. Tenet's the movie I'm worried about. Because that's the one everyone's probably going to try and rush to theaters for. Yeah, probably. But we'll see how it goes. Oh, I'm going to watch it at some point. But mm-hmm. all all that made me think of, because I just recently watched it, was the South Park episode where the Inception, where they mm. go in Mr. Mackey's mm-hmm. mind and he gets molested by Woodsy Owl. No, Woodsy Owl. I promise I'll give a hoot and good. Okay. <laughs> and then, and uh, Randy is a butterfly. He's like, no, I don't care about your problems. I'm going to go find some butterfly and poon. Yep. Oh, God. Um, one um, other little piece of news that I had this week that, again, I almost forgot about, but I just remembered. 
is uh, Disney is taking another crack at making a Haunted Mansion film. Um, I saw something about it, but I didn't really read too much. There's not a lot of news about it. Um, it's just that they're going to be making it. It has a writer attached um, and some producers, I guess. Um, and, of course, all we can do is hope it comes out better than that Eddie Murphy turd they made back in 2003. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Other, th- but Because I think the Haunted Mansion... If you're gonna talk, I mean, if you're gonna talk about rides that could make a good movie, it's Haunted Mansion. Just they I made mean, a bad one the first time they tried. <laughs> I mean, considering hell that they're the next whenever they decide they have the Jungle Cruise film. Mm, mm-hmm. That with the Rock and Emily that's got the Blunt Rock. It's out. gonna make a billion dollars anyway. <laughs> yeah, true. So it don't matter. Yeah. Um, I actually did watch a newer movie, though, this week. Okay. Uh, I watched a, a horror western called The Pale Door. Heard about uh, that. Actually, I think I heard about it from you. <laughs> probably, because I've, I, I've been pimping it a lot because I was kind of, I was excited to check it out. Um, if you get a chance, people, I mean, you can, I think it's video on demand. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it's going to go sh- to Shudder. Uh, it's fine. To- Oh, I was going to just say real quick, I hopped on Shudder the other day because I was thinking about renewing my subscription, and boy, they got a lot of movies on there. Like, I know they've got some cool stuff on there, but boy, it just reminded me, there are a lot of shitty-looking horror movies out there. <laughs> I My dad and I were having a whole conversation about that. Like, I, I, I'm glad I don't have... I, I will pimp Shudder out no matter what. Mm-hmm. I love Shudder overall. Well, they've got some good-looking stuff on there, but boy, they also... Because just the sheer volume of horror movies they have, I'm like, boy, a lot of these look like shit. <laughs> yeah. Well, and it's all... But this one kind of falls in... It was... This one kind of falls into the category of... It was fine. Okay. Um, I'm still not necessarily 100% sure if it was ghosts or witches... That were in this, okay. but I mean, I had fun watching it. Cool. Just kind of, just kind of like certain characters were weird and mm-hmm. the plot was not really the strongest thing in the world, but mm. considering I'm striving for new entertainment uh, and we'll get into the other one in a little bit, uh, mm-hmm. like for what it is, I've like, I thought it was fine. Okay. Um, yeah, I didn't really do a whole lot this week. Uh, I did watch some Futurama, uh, visiting that again, because I got through most of the South Park I felt like watching. Um, well, I'm about to make you probably... I know what I did watch whenever... What's that? I was going to... Well, you go first. Oh, I was going to say, I know what we did watch, and we are going to eventually get to it. I was just gonna. I was just gonna say you're probably gonna hate me because I found that I guess Sideshow made, or is making Ghostbuster six scales, uh, hot toys, <sighs> like of the original Ghostbusters, like Bill yeah, Murray, actually, Dan Aykroyd. Yeah, I'm actually not as um, like that's cool, but I probably not gonna want them as much as i when i sit and think about it i'm like eh, i think there's just other characters i'd rather have hot toys of okay i i'm weirdly obsessed with the idea of wanting the mysterio uh zombie iron man 
Mm-hmm. Because I just kind of like to, I just kind of want to pretend that it's zombie Iron Man. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Makes sense. I don't know. I've, I'm down I, with There that. hasn't been too much. I can't, yeah. Uh, I, I know Funko also just released some pins for uh, Golden <sighs> I Girls. Saw, I, I'm not a pin person. I saw because I was on the app. I was like, boy, that's a lot of pins. They just and I'm like, I don't care. I if people like pins, that's fine. But yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I still they sent me a message the other day. It's like you wanted to get a certain percentage off of like Funko Pops off our mm-hmm. app, and I'm like, well, I do want all your Marvel zombies. <laughs> they are releasing though all of those uh, awesome South Park. I I need at least if I can get any of them at least awesome. Oh, mm, I was more interested in uh, Princess Kenny. Personally. Princess Kenny yep. or Marjorie. I, I want them all, obviously. Well, yeah, uh, but if I could only get one, and let's be real, it's me. Eventually, I'm probably going to have them all because I've developed a Funko Pop addiction. But We're going to have to have an AA me, uh, not an, inter- an intervention for that. An FPA, um, Funko Pops yeah. Anonymous. <laughs> yeah. Hi, my name's Matt, and I have a hundred somewhat pops. Oh, Hi, I have a Matt. I have a number for you. Oh yeah, yeah. I, well, I, I should probably pull up mine too. Oh, is the app not working? What the fuck? That's working. I'm pretty sure. Oh, I'm hang on. on no, really. my phone. Sorry, my phone was not connected to the Wi-Fi. My phone was connected to f- now. Okay, my collection has 107 in it. That's not too bad. No. Um, as as I said last week, I was doing all my comics, so now I have a full on full number. Of everything, it is two thousand six hundred sixty-four. Mm-hmm. Um, I just gave a couple to my dad to read uh, the mm-hmm. Mars attacks and kiss ones, but now I have the process. I have to go through the process of going through those uh, category, uh, actually setting them up by number, and then decide which things I want to sell and take off because mm-hmm. I can actually post. I guess I can actually post what my uh, uh my uh list online. Mhm. So I got to go through. I know there's certain ones I don't want to get rid of, but then other ones I'm like, yeah, whatever, but full, almost full runs, there's like some that are missing one comic somewhere in the middle that I can't find. Yeah. Which I for some reason am partially annoyed by the same time I'm like I kind of don't care. <laughs> mm. It's hard with comics because uh I mean comics are like any other collectible where sometimes you'll find the prices for wicked high and sometimes you'll oh i'm not even gonna bother with like price guys and stuff that's too oh, much okay work. gotcha okay okay <laughs> screw that like you make me if someone made me an offer almost all i'm missing like one i think issue four of like an entire hellraiser series Mm-hmm. So I'm just like I'm kind of gonna be at that point where I'm just gonna be like, all right, make me an offer of what ones you want. It's like, I mean, I'm gonna most of them sure. probably not worth much, but I probably will just. I've, I haven't figured out stuff, but it's been one of the most time-consuming things I've done since I've been back. <laughs> well, yeah, if you're going through that many comics, I can imagine. <laughs> so yeah, I have lot. one. I have one more go. I gotta go through just to like put them in chronological mm-hmm. order and then go from there. Mm-hmm. 
Gotcha. Hooray! But let's get to the real meat and potatoes, because by the time this is out, we will already watch the newest episode, but you watched Lovecraft Country. Yes, I finally watched Lovecraft Country. I watched the first two episodes. I dig it. Um, The second episode, however, I was lost a little bit. I watched it a second time, so I think I can help figure out some of the some of the stuff. Okay. Well, um I really like obviously the um I obviously this is another one of the things where I was like we're going to talk about things that we don't really truly know what we're talking about. Um I like what it is obviously saying about uh, the life of being a black person in America. I mean, I know this is set back in the 50s, but it obviously is still just as relevant today with uh, a few notable exceptions. Uh, the big one being Sundown Towns. Yeah, um, that was, like I said, like that <laughs> first, the first episode and then just going through the... That was the most... Uh, yes, that was probably the most intense moment in that first episode was them trying to escape the cops where they were trying to escape that racist ass sheriff in the sundown town, which, uh, just in case anybody doesn't know, uh, I know you learned it from this episode. I had actually learned it a while back, but just in case anybody watching or watching anybody listening, hasn't learned yet. A sundown town used to be a thing where basically if you were a black person and you weren't out of town by sundown, they would lynch you or shoot you or whatever. Yeah. Um, horrible. I mean, obviously just horrible. Um, and they, yeah, they have to escape one of those towns and you're right. That was a wicked tense, wicked. I mean, no, like, horror, quote-unquote, things going on, but it is scary. Yeah, you're Holy just watching shit. them as they're, like, counting down, and the cops just closing in on them mm-hmm. as they're just trying to get to the state line, and you're just like, oh, my God. <laughs> yep, that was really tense. Uh, also, the scene where they go into the diner to get some food, um, and the uncle, obviously, is... Uh, like, um, no, we're going to eat here. And Atticus, the main character is like, no, come on, we can just go to another one, uh, in another town. And his uncle's just like, no, like we're Americans. We're citizens. Our money is the same as everybody else's money. We have a right to eat here. And then the little pimply faced fuck running the counter goes in the back and calls the posse and they've got to escape the diner in the town because rednecks in the back of a truck are chasing them with shotguns. Yeah. <sighs> and then the, um, the introduction of the Shoggoths in that. Mm, yep. The Shoggoth scene was nowhere near as horrifying as any of the real life yeah. stuff. It was just kind of like fun monster movie shit. Uh, and I also like that, uh, obviously this is based on a novel. It's a novel I've never read, but I like the idea of going, you know what? HP Lovecraft was a racist piece of shit. Let's turn everything he created upside down and make it about being supportive of black people. Yeah. And I really want to go to that block party. 
Mm-hmm. I really... Oh, God, that block party in the first episode was so fun! Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God, that was fun. But then um, but then the second episode, it starts weird... The... It starts to get more Lovecraftian. Yeah, this is where I got a little confused. Like, I understood that there was this uh, society of magical racist people. Yeah. Wizards. Wizards. uh, And I understood that Atticus was a direct descendant of the founder because the founder was very friendly with his servants. Yeah. uh, I.e. he raped them. Uh, Beyond that... I don't understand what the fuck happened in this episode. <laughs> okay, so we're kind of on the same page because I'm very confused too because, yeah, they get locked in their rooms and then are forced to see their... Uh, and I I caught this the second time I watched they, it, but they're going to go They live more. out... Uh, their worst... Vision... Like, weird nightmares or whatever. Of, like, people they care about attacking them. Yeah. So, like, uh, Journey Smollett's character obviously has a big crush on Atticus because he, like, comes into her room, quote-unquote, and, like, starts to have sex with her. And then a snake comes out and snake it, it's penis. his dick. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the uncle gets attacked by, like, his first wife i assume she is I, no or i think that's his wife w- that like his wife that i i don't know no no um, oh no i think that's because it plays later in the it, something that was said i think that is the dad's wife sh- because they find his atticus's dad so you think that maybe the uncle had an affair with the dad's wife? Yes. That's okay, what I think Because I is. thought maybe that was his first wife and she... Either well, way, I knew she was somebody who was dead. Well, like, and, because later on in the episode when they find the dad and everything and uh, the uncle makes the makes the claim is like, well, what if he, Atticus is not your kid? And... Mm, okay. Okay. So that's what I yep. think that is. That makes sense. Okay. Uh, now I understand. Some- and then Atticus gets attacked by uh, somebody he knew in the war. Yeah, which I didn't uh, catch a- the first time around, but then rewatching the first episode where mm-hmm. he makes the collect call yep. to yep. to Vietnam. And, and I was like, oh, okay. Basically, they all are trapped in their rooms fighting nothing and freaking out and being afraid while all the racist wizards stand out in the hallway and watch them and have, like, a fancy party? Yep, fancy party. (laughs) Okay. Uh, And then, like, one of them tries to open a portal to heaven? Or the Garden of Eden? They haven't... It's not really deciphered what it is. It's supposed to be, like, everlasting, like, eternal, like... Mm -hmm joy or whatever like i understood a lot of the messages in the episode like of you know anti-racism and stuff like that but the plot of what actually happened in the episode beyond the fact that obviously by the end atticus's uncle is is shot and killed which sucked 
Yeah, it did. I did not. Ex- well, at first, I thought they killed Journey Smollett's character. I was so I was gonna be so mad when they shot her. I was like, "You assholes!" Yeah, and, but so mostly the the plot of the first episode or the second episode, beyond the fact that they find Atticus's dad and his uncle dies. Everything else really didn't make any sense to me. It, I'm going to have to watch it a second time. I but... watched it a second time, and I'm still sort of confused. Because obviously they think Direct Descendant, and at, they assuming Atticus was probably the most powerful. Or because he's technically the only, the only real descendant of their ranks. But... It, and that's another thing where I was confused because I thought that the the guy doing the weird surgeries in his basement, taking out his own liver, he has the same last name as the guy. I thought he was a direct descendant. He might be so, too. So, but I think because like to open the garden, you're supposed to take your life or whatever. So maybe he didn't want to. Maybe he wanted to sacrifice somebody besides himself. Because he's a puss. He's a because he actually wants to go to it's a it's hmm. bizarre i'm very curious weird episode i'm very curious because as we're we're doing this set mm-hmm. sunday afternoon uh so the third episode will be out later on later tonight yeah for us so i'm very curious i'm very excited because mm-hmm. journey is just so good she's ah uh, yeah she's yep. so amazing to watch like she has such a presence and mm-hmm. I, I love everything about her. I did... Was it this week? I did rewatch Birds of Prey. Uh, I guess it was this week. I still need to rewatch and it. I still really like it. It's not like the greatest movie ever made or anything. But it's a lot of fun. And she's really good in it. Still baffles me that I could... That, that is her as Black Canary as well. And I'm like... I'm like, are you serious? <laughs> yeah, right. I know. Um, so yeah, Lovecraft Country. So far, I give it a. I want to give it a thumbs sideways, which is a weird thing to say because, as much as I appreciate what they're doing and as good as I thought the first episode was, it is kind of a negative on it that I struggled to comprehend the second episode. I so. think the third episode's. I'm hoping the third episode will really kind of because right now my thumb is mm-hmm. more, more up. But not, like, mm-hmm. fully up. Like, maybe, like, if you're looking at, like, a gas meter, like, 75% yeah. full kind of deal. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Like, I- I'm really enjoying it. I- I'm waiting for more crazy monsters. But mm-hmm. there were definitely a couple small little plot holes. Especially with the with the dad. Like, just them finding the dad, like, almost immediately was very yeah, like, bizarre. Yeah, like, A, why is he there? They've got a hammer on... This is why details. I've always... In general, this is sort of why I've always struggled to get into stuff based on Lovecraft, is it's always, at least in my experience, very weird and complicated, and, like, you can't always understand what's going on, which I don't like. I We'll see, we'll see. 
I mean, the only real other Lovecraft-ish things I've really watched is South Park, as I bring it back to that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, that's because Cthulhu is in the episode. Yeah, and he become and he sends Cartman's friends to a dark oblivion. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, he does. Great episode. Great pair of episodes, yeah. actually. <laughs> oh. But yeah, that's, um, hopefully by next week we'll have more Lovecraft. I may or may not mm-hmm. have seen Bill and Ted and or mm-hmm. New Mutants. Maybe. Well, one thing I will one thing I will say is um, for next by next week, obviously for me, uh, and it could be for you if you want it. But uh, a group I'm in on Facebook does a scarathon every year, uh, and this year because of pandemic and quarantine and just wanting to bring a little bit of fun back into life we are actually doing two months of scarathon so it starts september 1st instead of october 1st all right so i'm gonna be doing some horror movie wa- i know you always do some horror movie <laughs> i was gonna watching. say that's that's what i that's like all i do <laughs> mm-hmm. it's not all i do necessarily because i but uh, on my day off, I'm just gonna sit on the couch. I'm gonna watch some horror movies. Get I got pull out. I got pull out the horror season. films. Mm-hmm. Now that I have a TV set up, hell yeah! And actually, I'm, by the end of next month, I should have a 4K copy of the original Halloween and both nice. Evil Dead's for Best Buy Steelbooks supposed to show up. Mm, nice. Because I am a glutton for steelbooks and 4Ks. <laughs> Me too. Even though I haven't bought any lately, but I, I like, uh, there's a good chance I'll probably buy some in the next week or so on Shout Factory or something like that. Mm-hmm. I am back to a point in my life where I am living up to the namesake of this uh, podcast. Because for a while I was, you went nuts. <laughs> For a while I went nuts, but um, because I, for a while, I actually wasn't as broke as I had been in the past, so it felt, but I had some expenses come up, some real world expenses, and now I am the brokest I have been in a very long time, so I am basically confined to watching all the movies I already have. Well, we'll find... (laughs) Or whatever's free on free quote-unquote on the streaming services i subscribe to or i mean i can always come up too with some stuff like movie wise and we can always do like i can always bring movies that you may have not seen up to you that, we can always that watch is absolutely stuff. true that uh, is true or, or, and also like i'm i am not broke but i'm at the point right now where especially with my future of vermont or wherever i'm about to end up still mm-hmm. way all over the place depends on the pandemic yeah and our guys seriously for justin's sake <laughs> vote for some competent leadership in november so that justin can figure out where his life is going to be so that fucking the country isn't in complete disarray all the time i don't want to be political but it is now down to the point where it is literally affecting our every where 
one of us lives for crying out loud. I, I'm technically <laughs> still, I'm still registered in one of the more infected states, guys. And he's technically still a resident of California, which is. And I'm, oh and my, God. and my unemployment is almost gone. Like I can't believe this is our fucking life that yeah. on our stupid little geek show I'm, that our reality is so bad that on our geek show I have to beg people to be, to, to pick some competent leadership. Yeah. I I mean it's been it's we've been doing this for about seven years where I started oh, in my God. parents' basement and here I am back in my parents' basement because I'm trying to save so money. Bad. He had, yeah, the world got so bad in the meantime that he had to go back to where he started. That's not the way things are supposed to go. Remind you, though, I love my family. I, I'm so of happy course, to be back but... with them and everything because I know Dad's mm. watching this or listening mm-hmm. to this. Uh, it's very nice on that front, but man, like... It can... There's a difference between loving your family and wanting to spend time around them and, like, wanting to actually physically live in the house with them. Love you, Dad. Full time as an adult. No, like, he understands. Yeah. Your dad wouldn't have wanted to live with his parents for, you know what you I mean? You don't like, know that. <laughs> I don't know. Phil... Next time I come see you, you tell me, did you want to live with your parents the entire life and like all that good stuff? Because I don't think so, even though I know you loved your parents very much. Yeah. So, yeah. So, yeah. Mm. Weird turn for this episode, but it is very yep. vital that, yeah, I we don't I'm not the biggest political person. But, yeah, it's now reached that point, too. So, yep. Yeah, guys. A hundred percent. All right. Well, like I said, next week, horror movies is pretty much what I'm going to talk about unless... Uh, do I have anything else I'm going to watch this week? I don't know. Porn? I think, well, I'm always going to watch that. Yeah. But I think actually once we're done recording this, I'm going to go watch Black Panther because it's Black Panther. I, and my, I don't have the I, $4 to rent the Jackie Robinson movie. <laughs> I, I, I was actually thinking, yeah, I was going to do that yesterday, but then I had to run errands, so I might throw on a Chadwick Boseman film as well maybe black panther maybe i'll throw on get on up since i never watched that one i want to watch one of those other ones but at the same time i'm not really in a mental space to watch like a serious movie today right i I just want to watch more of a actiony punchy kick i mean not that black panther is not serious it's got serious stuff in it but at least it's got some explosions between the serious stuff yeah (laughs) yeah All right, I think that's enough for this week. Goodbye, everybody. Later. The Two Broke Geeks podcast is a production of Two Broke Geeks Entertainment in conjunction with Atomic Geekdom. Find us online at twobrokegeeks.com. We're available on iTunes, Google Play Music, and the Satchel Player app for iPhone and for Android. Please subscribe to us on one of these services and leave us a review. It really helps us out. You can also help us out by following us on Facebook, facebook.com slash twobrokegeekspodcast, following our Twitter at 2BGpod, and following us on Instagram where we are also 2BGpod. Find Atomic Geekdom online at AtomicGeekdom.com and on Twitter at AtomicGeekdom. Thanks. I hope they remember you.